If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar, and I'd like you to meet a man with a remarkably long history of service, safety, and innovation with Nemours, Dr. Henry Kine. So how long is remarkably long? Uh, 45 years. 45 years? Yeah, and a few days. (laughs) And a few days. I'm 84. You're 84? (laughs) That's fabulous. Thank you. Until his retirement this past March, Dr. Kine served as a pediatric anesthesiologist at the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington. During that time, he never lost a patient. He endeared himself to his fellow associates, his patients, and their families, and just happened to change the profession of pediatric anesthesiology for the better. Dr. Kine's story begins in 1936 in the Southeast Asian nation of Burma, which today is known as Myanmar. I was born and grew up in Burma, but my father was from China, and then my mother is half Burmese. So um, whenever I go, and then they they know I'm I was Chinese, I, I'm Chinese. So um, at that time, they have uh, in Burma they have anti Chinese movement. I think I, I was being discriminated in certain extent. So at the time, a lot of people, our Chinese-origin people that left Burma, I joined the group also. So that's why I decided to leave Burma. So you you were one that left because you were facing racism. Right, right. Well, at that time, I have an option to go to USA or you go to United Kingdom or Hong Kong. And then uh, we talked to my wife and decided, oh, I might go to USA. <laughs> That's how I came to here. That was in 1971. Dr. Kine and his wife, Amy, were leaving behind a homeland where Dr. Kine practiced medicine within a healthcare system seriously underfunded by the military-run government and within a culture that actively discriminated against him simply because he was of Chinese descent. According to Amy, the couple was left with... No choice, right? No choice? Mm-hmm. After stops in Buffalo, New York, and Philadelphia, Dr. Kine landed a position in 1975 as a pediatric anesthesiologist at the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington, where he became part of an extraordinary period of growth and change for the hospital and for the good doctor himself. Big changes. Uh, number of uh, patients and number of employees. When I first started the um, whole hospital, the uh, employee doctors and, uh, and nurses, I think you can, you can see in one dining room table. At that time, um, we have two operation rooms. Now we have um, 12 operation rooms. Plus two short procedure rooms and two endoscopic suites. 
Tremendous growth, though, has not kept Nemours from fostering the family feeling that Dr. Kine experienced from the start and has become a hallmark for the enterprise, a sense that Dr. Kine has enjoyed throughout his nearly half a century here. In one way, it's a kind of family-oriented, but in one way, it's giving up with the ongoing trends, but basically it's still a family-oriented type organization. So let's talk about that family a little bit. You don't do anything by yourself. You do it as uh, with your fellow associates by your side. Uh, talk to me about the people you work with directly and how they make up your Nemours family. Yeah, you know, you see, I'm a doctor, right? They, they buy, uh, we have dealing with the patients and nurses and and um, technicians. We, we, we have kind of family. We don't have untouchable type type of situation. Pretty much, um, pretty friendly in our very friendly to each other. Has that always been the case at Nemours? You've been here a long time. Has it always been the case? Oh, we always doing the case. Yes, yes. What do you What do you like best about the work you've done in low these many years? You you kind of talk to the family before we uh, we go in, and then. And then afterwards, we, we, we talk to the family and teach the patient most of the time. And then over the years, I um, I never have major complications. I mean, I never have patient on the table die die on me. So uh, I kind of feel good <laughs> that way. Did I just hear you say you've never had a patient die on you? No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's a fabulous record over forty five years. That's right. One of the uh, reasons, uh, yeah, yeah. Even though I retired, in my and one of the reasons I think is, yeah, I should I should quit. Why it's going good? I don't want to um, get in trouble. <laughs> so I thought that my my wife keep bugging me to retire for many many years, and then he I, likes I, to work. My goodness, he is a workaholic. No matter how how difficult it is. I hear your wife in the background. What's her name? Uh, Amy. Amy. And she wants you to retire. And you are retiring, aren't you? I'm retiring end of this month, in a, couple, a few more days, yes. In a few more days. Uh, actually, I'm staying home because of um, the coronavirus thing. I'm staying home um, because the, uh, our patient load used to be about 40 patients a day, and now it's on three or four patients a day because we're doing almost like for more elective surgery, we are kind of boost rescheduling them more uh, elective surgeries. Because of your busy hospital, usually we have three people on call. We have t- more than 20 staff. I think we are now we only eight, uh, have um, three or four staff a day. I'm a senior, and my boss is just go home and stay home. I heard Amy say you like to work, though. He never meant even snowing. No, no, no. Even snowing. Yeah, I, I like work because the, um, I, um, I raise my um, vacation time a lot. You see, our vacation time, we can accumulate our vacation time up to maybe three times uh, allowance. So I accumulate, and then when I, when I have more, 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 I either waste it or I donate it to some somebody in this year. Say somebody have family or their own health problem, but and then they use up their vacation 
or use our, um, you know, entitled seed days or something like that. So I use your, I, I am a few times I, I donated some of, to those people. Have you ever failed? Obviously, you've not failed in terms of your work in the OR because you've never lost a patient. But are there other moments in life when you have failed? I, I feel my English speaking, <laughs> my, my accent. And so I, try, I try to improve my accent and see if I can do it. So I, I guess this is my my biggest problem, my English accent. You're working on it, though, right? Medicine-wise, it seems to be okay. But, uh, oh, one thing is, um, uh, you know, anesthesia, we have board certification, right? Board certification have two parts, the written and oral. I, I didn't pass my oral exam two times written as board examination, but I, I didn't pass my board because of my oral. I, I, I attribute mostly because of my, my accent also. How do you feel about that, and what do you do to work around that? Because I my performance is good, I'm, I'm dealing with people are good. Most of people like me, from the surgeon to nurses and technicians, so um, I have a few chiefs to, um, uh, yeah, four or five chiefs from, from the beginning. It looks like the chief likes me, so they let me go. <laughs> let me do it. Uh, because I'm, I'm 100% not personal. I passed my written board, but just oral board, I didn't pass. So they, they made me an exception, I guess. Dr. Kine's practice thrived at Namours, and in addition to his day-to-day patient responsibilities, he found time to do research. You see, until the mid-1990s, doing an endotracheal intubation on a child under the age of eight did not call for the use of a cupped endotracheal tube. The cuff, by the way, is designed to provide a seal within the patient's airway, allowing airflow through the tube but preventing the passage of air or other fluids around the tube. Uncuffed tracheal tubes were preferred in children for the fear that the cuff would create airway mucosal injury, tissue swelling, and fibrosis, leading to a life-threatening result. A seminal paper published in the journal Anesthesiology in 1997 with Dr. Kine as the lead author indicated otherwise. We showed that you can practice, you use cuff tube, but uh, still doing okay and maybe better uh, for many good reasons to use cuff tube. So is that the practice that is used today? Everybody uses cuff tube now. I I think it takes... it took about maybe three, four years. Now everybody in the whole world, actually to, to, be, to be suppressing it at that time, um, the European pick up this concept sooner than USA. USA, but soon, because European, as soon as my, our papers published, the, 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 in the conference, they, they talk about, they discuss cuff and uncapsule, based on my, my report. But um, the USA also pick up, you know, in a conference we know, you know, the two, three years later, then we pick up also. And in, in the, it, it totally tested maybe three years, the whole world is using Captium now. What helped sustain you over 45 years of working as an anesthesiologist? I like my job. Yeah, I like the job, and then I, I, like, I keep up my physical activities. I didn't give it my good shape. I didn't my fringe benefit. And I, I like to walk a job, and then I enjoy my friends 
the um, relationship of people there. So, so even now I uh, try to, I'm, they, they, they found out that I'm leaving, and a lot of people are feeling, you know, I kind of feeling sad, saying something like that to me. So, <laughs> How do you feel about leaving, about retiring? I, I should. I think time is really time for me to leave. And at the meantime, uh, I will be um, insecure how to keep up with my uh, physical, social, you know, medicine wise. I'm done. <laughs> it's a time of transition. Yeah, it's, it's a transition. Um, I guess I have used to it. I, I, right now, I don't know. <laughs> Because physically, even though I'm not working today and last week, but mentally I'm still working <laughs> mentally. Are there any stories you want to tell us over the 45 years uh, in your career at Nemours that you want to share for younger listeners today? Actually, just um, a few weeks ago, uh, usually we have uh, more than one resident and, and not students, and one day... I was by myself for general surgery, and uh, the surgeon just telling the um, the residents that you have to like your work, so you can um, so you can do it well and enjoy doing it and do it a long time, so that you can enjoy doing it and they do it well. And he he held you up as an example of somebody who loves their work and does it well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Is it fun to work with the kids? Do you think? Yes. <laughs> Talk about uh, some of the fun times that you have with kids. Give me an example of how it's fun. Yeah, I one time you have patients and then the family, you know, I went to see the patient and family wanted to, you know, to say a little thank you. They cannot in many times, you know, family. And one, one time you have uh, uh, actually one family, even not just recently, and just wrote a letter to... Um, to the hospital, uh, I, I didn't have the quality control, something like that. And uh, talking about, he said, mentioned about me. He said, yeah, his, um, uh, their, their daughter had um, uh, that a foot time, and this is a uh, foot time. And then, yeah, uh, and he said, uh, every time, you know, this, this is the best time he ever had. And uh, they, I, I think they, 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 um, they have a word, I don't even understand. Guru, guru or something like that. Is it a guru or something like that? <laughs> and um, so the, I, I have a lot of satisfaction with every now and then in you the know, family uh, thank you letters to, and then thank you. So I enjoy um, <clears throat> doing it and uh, I'm doing pretty good uh, studying IV. Even now I'm over 80, I'm still pretty good in IV. And actually, um, now we have more people, we have too many people now. Even uh, before we had so many people and at the whole hospital, if somebody cannot start IV, you have difficult time. Even now, sometimes they still call me to have a difficult time to start IV, still call me. I, um, I kind of have a reputation of a best IV starter in the hospital. Yeah, that's pretty impressive at 84 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you should see my head. Not shaking yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well impressed. <laughs> Thank you. If you okay, so your last day is a couple days away. 
If you were to sit down in front of the person who is succeeding you, the person Mm -hmm. who's coming in next to take your job, what would you say to him or to her about the job, about working at Nemours? First, I started, you know, in, about Nemours, and then uh, I would tell him my, um, I, I guess, personal history, personal history is the, um, I, I say it, I enjoy it, and in uh, a long time, and uh, I raised my family, and all are good. Financial-wise, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more secure than um, every people, <laughs> every doctors, I guess. <laughs> Would you provide any advice to your successor in terms of the kids, yeah, the job? I, 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 you, you try to develop a passion for your job. You, you're doing the job, not just my money. Your job is yeah, doing this for, for, for good, for your own good or you don't you, feel good or you, you, for mankind. It's not just, the job is not just money. Do something good, then make you May you still feel good and may the patient feel good also. I I I am thankful to the uh, I have good life. So, so now that the um I have good life and um and a uh, good family, I don't have any regret uh, for my life. I feel uh, I'm happy. What what more do I do? I want <laughs> do I need. <laughs> Dr. Henry Kine was a pediatric anesthesiologist with the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington for 45 years. From all of your colleagues, friends, patients, and families across the enterprise, we wish you continued good health and happiness in your retirement. Dr. Kynes is just one of the many stories of Nemours Associates that we tell on the Champions for Children podcast. And each of you has a story to share. Let us know about it at podcast at Nemours.org. That's podcast at Nemours.org. Thanks, as always, to our production team, Peter Adebi, Deborah Griffin, J.L. Puckett, and Jackie Williams. Special tip of the production hat this week to WJMJ Radio in Prospect, Connecticut, including Father John Gatzak and Steve Savino, for use of their studios and equipment for recording this episode. Never miss an episode of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Simply subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Champions for Children podcast. Our music comes from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. I'll be back again with more stories of Nemours Associates just like you next week on the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until then, stay safe, stay well. And thank you for all you do on behalf of the patients we serve.